I just remembered where we left off. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Oh goody. Oh right. Guns. Mm. Who would bring guns into this? Mm. Who would indeed? I'm Mary Stack, and I play Georgie Sullivan, your favorite local yarn store owner who is ready to dig deep and unearth this mystery so she can be relieved of gardening and plant puns. Hi, I'm Willow Wilson. I play Renette Bollinger. This'll be some sage advice. It's time to shoot for the star, Anis. Star Anis. That's a, that's a plant as well. Woo! Running out of these. Okay, Bloomer. Um, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I play Birdie, the uh, town menace who is tired of anxious bitches with guns. I didn't think of a third thing because Okay, Bloomer was just so perfect to put at the start. Hi, I'm Guinevere Stevens. I use they, them pronouns, and I will be playing Mary Sanchez O'Connor today, who is pretty tired of all of the shenanigans in Brindlewood Bay, but would just like to say, if I die, take me back to Texas. I'm Jonah Knight, and welcome to Roll to Metal. This is part eight of A Garden Variety Murder. It is written by Sarah Bowling. This mystery can be found in the anthology, The Unofficial Brindlewood Bay Mysteries. It is available on DriveThruRPG. You should follow the link in the show notes to buy this mystery, the anthology, and to support this show. Okay, let's go. Everything is darkness. Eons come and go like a moat in the eye of an old god. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Mary Sanchez O'Connor, you wake up strapped to a gurney in the back of an ambulance. Georgie, Renette, and Bertie are around you looking down at you like angels. Now, Georgie, Renette, and Bertie, the last 30 minutes is kind of a blur. Can each of you please describe a moment that sticks out to you after the gunshot and before Brett loaded all of you in the back of the ambulance? Yeah, um, I believe I was I was closest to the the scene of the, the shot. So I was the first one to uh, walk in and uh, see the aftermath of... Um, Mary Sanchez O'Connor having been shot. So uh, obviously I ran to her aid. She was fading fast, but uh, as I I held her hand and tried to keep her conscious, she looked into my eyes and said, if I die, take me back to Texas or something along those lines. It's not a direct quote, maybe, unless it is something like that. So Georgie remembers the the scramble to get up the stairs and why are stairs so slippery all of a sudden and her and Bertie kind of tripping over each other just trying to get to the top where their friends are um and walking into the room and just seeing it felt too still i think Bertie remembers why the stairs felt slippery and that is because somehow 
a large vase had been knocked over or hit that had a dozen huge wilted roses right near the top of the stairs. And maybe the bullet that grazed Mary Sanchez O'Connor also happened to hit this vase instead and just shatter it upon impact. Georgie, Renette, and Bertie, you've only been in this ambulance for a few minutes, although it seems like eons. When Mary's eyes flutter and she starts looking between the three of you, she's awake. Brett still has a little ways to go to get to the hospital, but he's going. You have this time in the back of the ambulance to talk, to try to understand things, to connect on a deeper level. I pat Mary on the shoulder as I'm standing above her and say, don't worry, I slipped Brett $20 so he would speed. Oh my God. Emmy Lou, is that you? What? Oh no. Oh no, she's hallucinating. Did you, you didn't take any of those, those shrooms from, from Brody's purse, did you? Oh, was I not supposed to give those to her because she was like in so much pain and. Oh no. I'm just kidding. Am I? I don't know. I don't know. You didn't lose that much blood. (laughs) Dolly? Oh no. What are you talking about? What blood? Oh no. Please tell me you're messing with us. Mary. Mary, what's the last thing you remember? Oh my God, is that Tanya Tucker talking to me like an angel above my head? That Yeah, that's right. That's Tanya Tucker. Tucker. Now, what's yep. the last thing you remember? <laughs> Dolly Parton, Tanya Tucker, and Emmy Lou Harris hovering above me in a damn ambulance. Oh my God, what actually, that? that's such a compliment. <laughs> wait, wait, does that mean I'm Dolly or am I Emmy Lou? I, you know what? I'm going to let y'all hash that out on your own. I obviously I'm Dolly. <laughs> Don't, I mean, well, that doesn't, I mean, <laughs> don't hit my We're, shoulder quite so hard though. That's the one that I got shot in. You, you're, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. So, um, while you're incapacitated, we might as well solve this thing, I suppose. Incapacitated. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you are conscious, let's say. I've while we are, y- yes. Well, we are all of us conscious and in a moving vehicle. Let's discuss what's the last thing you remember. And you're going to answer me because I'm Dolly Parton right now. I have certainly been shot worse than this on my cattle ranch, y'all. This is not a big deal. If we need to solve a mystery, we can do it. Let me sit up. Get off. Let me sit up. Right, but Mm, do you know who we are? (laughs) Do you Um, remember anything about the mystery? And who shot you? Goodness. Were, were you being sarcastic or serious? What is I, happening? Were you doing a bit? Were you doing a bit? Is it still a bit? Okay, cool. in with y'all. Garfield, are you slash SRS or slash J? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> you sure do speak different up here, Yankees. So yeah, I murder or it. unless you want to like play Candy Crush or something while we wait. I figured the whole thing out while I was incapacitated, as you say. Oh. Oh, excellent. I mean, I'm sure it also includes whoever shot you that we also know shot you. Or do we? Oh, I saw who shot me. Oh. 
Okay. You want me Let's... to just weave? You want me to weave the whole tale for you? Yeah. Paint, paint weave it. a word yes. picture. Yes. Start from the beginning. What happened? Okay. Imagine this. The year is 1939. Okay. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> Got it. Not from the very beginning of my own life. Oh, we were just... thinking more like around the time the mystery started and we started getting clues. First and foremost, what you have to understand is that hot gardening man. Yes, it's the eight and a half kin. abs. Yeah. Garden kin. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that he has a large scale mushroom operation in the in the various gardens. You mean his job? That's is why he's familiar. Garden? Maybe in the fen, even. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. No, you know what? That's. And it, it's funny. It kind of comes full circle because that's how I knew about Liam. Remember Liam? Mm, because he sold is, me weed he was a couple your, he times. Was your weed guy. Yeah. So a garden against my mushroom guy. I forgot. You know, you don't want to like mix drugs. We should maybe you check have to have in a guy for each guy. We should we should check in on all of your guys in case yeah, they're all murderous. This is potentially two for two. But yes, go on. Oh no. Garden Kin is not a murderer. Oh, thank God. He is simply a mid-scale mushroom man. Cool. We don't... We, that That's chill. We can work with this. However, his business partner might be. Oh, oh, is it... Is it... What's her bitch? Um, Phoebe Blumenthal. Yes, definitely. There we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally got that from her. She looks like she is just like one bad day away from lacking out and then waking up in the desert, you know? Absolutely. Peyote style. You know, we've we've all been there. (laughs) Who has not? Who amongst us has not? Here's what I'm thinking. The one piece that I'm not sure about is this dang old narwhal horn. Mm. Uh, that, that, That piece is flummoxing me. However, I think what happened here is that Garden Kin was selling drugs to all of the little people that work here, or I mean, that live here, or was giving them kickbacks for the fact that he was using their land to cultivate his mushrooms on. And that's why he was dipping in and out of their houses. I thought it was a little bit sexier than that, but I don't think it is actually. Mm-mm. I think Garden Kim might be all talk, even though he does have eight and one half abs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely eye candy, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, who wouldn't want a hot mushroom man to, like, wander around the neighborhood, you know? Wait, are we actually going to be... Maybe we maybe we shouldn't implicate Garden Kin. He has a Yeah, you know perform. what? Because if you implicate him, then it might maybe be traced back to me. So how about we just I, keep him quiet? Let's just leave his name out of it. I don't yeah, see any reason we have to bring it up. Yeah. Let that small business keep thriving. Absolutely. We're right. Very Support pro- local business here. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Phoebe, of course, is awful. And mm-hmm. we can, you know, reveal how she how she murdered a guy, uh, which was how. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like she's more of a I'm going to tell somebody to murder this guy mm, or convince or convince someone else that it's necessary for him to die. Mm. So there's not any blood on her hands. She seems kind of masterminding to me, personally. Yeah, with her whole shit list, like, mm-hmm. conspiracy board sort of a deal. Mm-hmm. Who do you think Phoebe has the most control over? 
I I mean, the first thought would be Ezra, her husband, but I feel like it, it could be, but also she could be controlling someone else while uh, Ezra is just her little her, her, her little guy who keeps he keeps the kids out of the way and is completely blind. I mean, you did say he was pretty aggressive about blaming you for giving his daughter the scissors, which feels like an explanation for how he wasn't responsible for the scissors. It might have been that he recognized the the garden she is as so per- how he killed a guy. So perhaps because Phoebe is so frustrated by the noise and attention and chaos of the garden walk... She was trying to shut it down, hence the shit list, and Eugene found out, so she had Ezra do the murder. So perhaps Ezra is the person that we saw in the hidden path, brought the scissors back to his house, there is dashed one. some running shoes in the conservatory. There is one little wrinkle I haven't told you all about yet, because that was setting up a good story. Oh, yeah, please. We got carried away. Please continue. Yeah, go on. I saw the man who shot me. Do you want to know who it was? Of course it was a man. Of course (laughs) it was a man. Obviously it was a man. It was clearly a man. I did not recognize him. Huh. A mysterious hitman. I don't know about that. I feel like he was maybe possibly an associate of Garden Kins. Mm. He had... How many abs? None. None. Oh, okay. Did you look? (laughs) No. Also, no, because I was trying to shoot him and he was trying to shoot me. Right, right. I mean, priorities, I guess. But Mm -hmm. and I think I shot him just FYI. But um, he had a brown beard, brown beard, brown beard. Um, What if it was Liam? Do I know what this Liam person looks like? I mean, we can probably pull up pictures. Well, he was wearing a green shirt. That's classic Liam. (laughs) I mean, wasn't this Liam person a gardener? Yeah, horticultural fella. What I do remember from before I was shot and possibly maybe lost consciousness, probably did not, but perhaps, was that there was a deep, dark, dank stench of high-end hydroponic marijuana in that room. I was going to say dank. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be, that's classic Liam. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying he's, he's back in it. He didn't, he didn't actually, uh, uh... Yeah, we don't know where he went, actually. We keep I, seeing him. We keep seeing him, and, he's like, and everyone is insisting, oh, yeah, no, he's good, he was acquitted or whatever, uh, everything's... He's he's fine, he's just trying to live his life. No, he's back to shooting people. He keeps showing up at murder places. Wait, one second. Like, who does that? Have I been shot? Was I shot? Because I don't remember him having a gun. What? I think he threw a lamp at me. Wait, what? I had my gun. Oh, is that the shot that we heard then? Huh. Oh, my God. Did I shoot somebody? We, turn this ambulance around. We need to go find out. And Brett yells back from the front. Yeah, you shot yourself. Wait, what? Mary Sanchez O'Connor would not shoot herself. Yeah. Mary Sanchez O'Connor has been trained in firearms since she was three years old. Unless... Somebody gave Mary Sanchez O'Connor way too many mushrooms. Is that what that dank stench was? The three of you sitting around do notice that 
Mary has other injuries around the face that look like maybe cuts or maybe defensive little wounds? shards as though maybe something hit her in the face. Mm. Like, maybe that was the vase that I saw. It mm. was not a vase. It was a lamp. And I also had some of those mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Is there a bullet wound on on Mary's person? Oh, yes. Confirmed. Okay. So yes. we didn't imagine that. That did happen. It has been implied by others that she shot herself, but we don't believe that because she 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 knows what she's doing. Mary, you have a moment here. You, you kind of flash back a little bit. Like if someone did hit you in the face with a lamp and in the unlikely event that you did accidentally shoot yourself, where would you have shot yourself? In the absolutely completely fictional unlikely event that this would have happened, I think maybe what would have happened is that I was aiming my gun at the perpetrator, at the burglar, at the man I did not recognize with the very unkempt beard, maybe perhaps a really nice porcelain lamp hit my gun. My gun came back and hit me in the shoulder, possibly in a fictional universe. Not this mm -hmm. one though. Mm -hmm. It feels as though the conversation has sort of moved on from the possibility of you shooting yourself, but you do kind of like look over at your shoulder and then like sort of like tap your face a little bit. It's fine that this conversation has moved on. So anyway, who is this Liam guy? I mean, I know he used to be the gardener, but why are we all worried about him? And why did he, he killed maybe a guy. potentially... Confirmed, he killed a guy. And that is just common knowledge that we have. We straight up solved that. That was like our one of our first things, pretty yeah. much. It's our origin story, kind of. Sometimes. Kind of, sort of. Was it was it okay? Was it justified? No. Well, I mean, he was kind of a shithead, but like he just he like he just killed him, you know, in a in a bookstore of all places. That plate that that is sacred. You can't do murder for fun in a bookstore. No, no. Only read about it. Mm -hmm. We were having a book club. Yeah, that was our that was our sanctuary. Of where we read about murder, but but we don't experience it. <laughs> Life was so simple. <laughs> it's so simple back then. <laughs> I haven't read a book in months. <laughs> we haven't had time. <laughs> I miss book club. <laughs> so could it be actually that the owner of the big mid-scale psilocybin mushroom operation is not in fact 8.5 Abkin? but it is actually unkempt beard Liam. This could be his his new underground hustle. What if he was in cahoots with Eugene? Well, and Liam is definitely not a suspect in this mm. because he's definitely not on the list. Mm -hmm. But he's doing something. No one seems to know what he's doing. <laughs> but he's probably hey. not the person. Oh, what? Maybe. Maybe Garden Ken is a cover because everyone knows that Liam is the best horticulturalist in the town. But no one was willing to hire him, like, actually with his name because he had the whole murder thing tied to his name. So Garden Ken is actually just a model that they pretend 
is him. And then Liam goes in in the middle of the night to like do things. But Gar- but Garden Ken, Garden Ken doesn't know anything about gardening. Okay, let me tell He's you. He's just a model. His job is just you. garden, not gardening, He's, just garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He started mixing things. <laughs> I bet Liam. Gave him, gave him seed packets to just sprinkle on the lawn here and there and he yeah. got her mixed up and he started rooms accidentally because that was Liam's secret stash every time I have <laughs> asked Garden Ken a direct question about gardening or roses or horticulture in general he has sort of swerved a little bit and maybe taken his shirt off in front of me wiped his little sweaty blonde brow a ruse or just trying to distract you. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yeah, well, it worked. It, it, it did. Not surprising, really. We've all seen him. But I don't think that he has ever directly answered any gardening question that I've ever asked him. That man has so, not gardened in his life. So if if Liam's our, our secret gardener <laughs> and Garden Ken is just model Garden Ken. Mm-hmm. How does that end up with Eugene being brutally stabbed with garden shears? It's separate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. It's all interconnected and intertwined. Yeah. So, okay. So the question is, the rich people that live in this whole community, are they the ones who hired Garden Ken to be the model? Or did Liam hire Garden Ken so that he could continue having his business. Mm. That's question number one. And then question number two is, there is clearly a large scale mushroom operation going on here. I saw the evidence under the bushes, under the logs, close to the water, by that koi pond. So we need to know who did that and what it has to do with the narwhal horn. This may be a good time to look at the list of clues and see if you can find your answers in there. I'll type it in the chat. Shrooms. <laughs> uh... This is my favorite um, my favorite grocery list. <laughs> there, I just copied and pasted. Okay, well, I'm still going to do my thing. Okay. Um, okay, okay. So, hear me out. Hear me out. We know that Widow Broadbent has a criminal past that is rarely spoken of aloud. Maybe she knew Garden Ken from, no, okay, never mind. Let me start over. (laughs) Maybe she did. I don't know. Where did Garden Ken come from? Maybe Liam, the thing is, Liam was able to get jobs here and there, but they care so much about, you know, how they are perceived in this place. That's probably why altogether, collectively, they all hired Garden Ken. But someone pushed Garden Ken to do their bidding. And do you know who that was? Do you know who that was? It was Phoebe, Phoebe Blumenthal. Garden Ken is a plant, pun intended. (laughs) So, glimpse of a suspect. That was Garden Ken. Wait, who are the suspects? Everybody who lives in this community. (laughs) Plus Garden Ken. But not Liam. Not Liam. Okay. So then a glimpse of a suspect running along a hidden path. Possibly Garden Ken. Widow Broadbent's criminal past. Did we find out exactly what that was? 
No, okay. but I it's have... whatever we want it to be. Yeah, it, it <laughs> that's the have... beauty of this this moment. I'll tell it you could... what it is. It's a large scale drug operation. Ooh. Yeah, that's why she's gone through so many husbands. So, <laughs> uh, the shrooms, self explanatory. The muddy jogging shoes. Someone has to go check on the shrooms. Mm-hmm. Golden chain in the dirt. That is because you were under the rose bushes planting your stupid mushrooms and you dropped it. She Wait, was the one weird... doing these things? Did it have a weird picture in it? It was a picture, black and white photo of a smiling couple. Never mind. I'll come back to that one. The gold chain and the narwhal horn. Hold, please. Mm-hmm. The plan to end the garden walk. Here's where it gets juicy. The widow Broadbent and Phoebe are in the large-scale drug operation together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liam and Gardenkin are just their employees. Mm-hmm. So Phoebe needs the garden walk to end because the garden walk is making it so that there are too many people tromping around inside of what is normally her very quiet, locked uh, exclusive community, gated community, mm-hmm. perfect place to grow drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so she's trying to end it. Mm-hmm. However, there is one person who is on the Garden Walk Society, blah, 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 very invested mm-hmm. in the Garden Walk, and that's Eugene. They fight about it. Or maybe he finds her like weird thing with yeah, all the telescope is pointed at the shit list. So it's entirely possible that Eugene realized she's trying to end the garden walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And confronted her. her about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then her baby, who has an affinity for carrying around sharp objects, <laughs> happened to be holding the garden shears. She picks them up and stabs his ass. She just happened to have the garden shears on on them because she, for once in her life, was parenting her child by taking the sharp object away from them. I don't know if I would say that. I think it was just conveniently nearby. Yeah, that that checks out. (laughs) The only thing that I cannot connect (laughs) is the chain in the dirt and the narwhal horn. All right. um, Let's take a look at this photo that's in this locket. Yeah. Who is it a photo of? Is that something that we can determine or is that something that Jonah has determined already? Okay, we determine something... in the same way that we know the the size of those running shoes and to whom yes. they might belong. We know what's in this locket. Yes. And this locket <laughs> is definitely a picture of. Um... Can you pull up the widow Broadbent on your fancy little phones? Do you have a picture of her? I'm sure we took a photo of everybody at the beginning of this. Yeah. Or she's on the Horticultural Society or the Garden Walk website or something. Yeah. Or, or I mean, she's a. Uh, uh, um, Georgie's already on Facebook. <laughs> There's no way Widow Broadbent is on Facebook. Nope. But if she's on the Horticultural Society. Yes. Yeah. Her whole family with our whole whaling part yeah. of Brindlewood Bay history and whatnot. There's there's evidence of her. She has a mm-hmm. she has a, a footprint on the Internet even if she doesn't lead it. Mm -hmm. I don't know how y'all get up to this on a weekly basis. This is, this is not on purpose. The trick is time stops and it's really more like, you know, four months. (laughs) It's, it's uncanny really. (laughs) Hear me out. The narwhal horn is in some way calling card 
either I, for Widow Bo- Broadbent's old drug thing, or I don't know if you could just like leave behind a narwhal tusk. <laughs> They're like minimum six feet tall. Wait, I mean, it is a statement. I will say. <laughs> Didn't y'all say that there was a very large statue of her with a narwhal horn? In Not the with garden? just a with a whale, just stomping on a whale, right? And in her like garden area, there was a bunch of pictures of her doing stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking it's like a, a memento in her family, like a relic, an an artifact of her family's of her family's past, like a like an antique or whatever. Maybe it was on display in her home at one point. Maybe it got buried there for some reason, and that reason was um, okay. I have a fragment of an idea that I'm hoping is going to turn into a logical train of events by the time I'm done speaking. I love okay. this for us. Go. <laughs> okay, so um, that the narwhal tusk was like uh, there was some arrangement between uh, Widow Broadbent and. Who, who else was uh, who? Who was she in league with again? Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe. Uh, and and Phoebe. The narwhal tusk was like kind of being traded, but it had to be in secret. So narwhal, so uh, narwhal tusk got buried under the rose bush, and that information got passed to Phoebe. And so Phoebe was supposed to go out, dig it up, and uh, and grab it because like that's like super valuable, but like it has to be on the down low or something. But while she was digging for it, um, she got caught by Oscar, who happened to be around, um, you know, doing stuff. And uh, she, so he saw he saw her doing digging that up. Her locket fell off while she tried to uh, run away to avoid being seen in this incriminating situation. Um, ended up. Uh, close to the scene of the murder where they confronted each other about the whole garden walk debacle and murder happened. Hear me Was out. that anything? Okay. <laughs> yes. Hear I me out. That, I think there are things there. Yes. Yes. The garden shears are not actually the murder weapon. It's the narwhal horn. Oh my <gasps> God. Yes. That and it was sense. just cleaned of blood. But if we check, like if we went in and did science on it, then we'd be able to see traces of blood. It was just wiped down. Yeah, yes. luminol or something, right? Yeah, yeah I don't know. All right, all right, all right. So, okay, so that's the murder weapon. It was buried to hide it, and her locket fell off to hide it. Yes. And yeah. the shears were to throw off who yes. did it. Okay, because anyone could get the garden shears, or maybe it was to implicate Oscar, because. It's easier to get, you know. Right. They're so having you, marital spats and all of that, yes. you know, garden shears. Who buried the who buried the normal tusk? I think it was whoever Phoebe. had the locket, which yeah. I'm I'm I believe we are saying at this point is probably Phoebe because the picture within it was of Phoebe and, Phoebe Ezra. and Ezra. Wow, we wow. figured it out. That's who okay. they are. I was it was black and white. I didn't recognize him at first, but that's we figured it out. So they were, were they went to one of those old timey, like you put on yeah. old costumes and take yeah. a black and white picture. We couldn't really Tiny tell grainy. who it was. Yeah, I like, sure. think like it's a cheap printout and it's like water damage, so it was yeah. hard to tell. <laughs> she just printed it on her office printer. Yeah. That's yeah. That now seems look, right. I do not think that Phoebe is sentimental enough to wear a locket of her and her husband. 
Yeah, I know. That's that's something that's bugging me too. Maybe it, it just, it, it, you know, because it's water damaged and grainy, we can't quite tell. It's actually her mother's locket and it's of her parents. Do you think she's sentimental enough to wear a locket of anyone, including her own children? Maybe, Maybe it's, it's not for sentiment. Maybe it's to remind her of the revenge that she would be getting because... That's fair. Um, I don't know why it would be specifically against Eugene. Um, she, her mother loved the garden walk <laughs> and she hates her mother. And so she wears it as a reminder of how she must end the garden walk. Yes. Yeah, this is for you, mom. I hate you. And so Phoebe would have had access to the narwhal tooth because she is in league with the widow broadbent mm-hmm. and the drugs. So that explains why she would have used had the narwhal tooth to do a stab. Mm-hmm. And burying it is, you know, why the locket is there. She may have been creeping around the woods to keep an eye on making sure that we knew that the garden shears were in the body and had decided that those that was a murder weapon. So she was able to cover her tracks that way. Broadbent's shady past has to do with the drug ring. That, you know, the mushrooms that we found, that's part of the whole operation. The muddy shoes. Phoebe could have been wearing them to do the murder and she had to stash them somewhere and she realized that we were were following close and spotting things like mushrooms. So she stashed them there Mm -hmm. Um, and the telescope. I mean, Eugene confronted her about her trying to shut down the garden walk. Is that is that all the things? Ooh, hear me out. Hear me out. So for motive. Phoebe's mother did love the garden walk. They did it the whole time. But because of Widow Broadbent's drug ring, Mm -hmm. there was some sort of accidental herb or toxin or something that her mother came in contact with. So her mom died or her parents died. And she, you know, gained their fortune, gained their house, all of that. But she never forgave the garden walk and specifically Widow Broadbent. So she did this long con of getting in league with Widow Broadbent in order to eventually frame her for some sort of crime that she would not be able to get out of. That's why she used such a very specific and weird weapon. And left it there. You know what? I I feel like I respect Phoebe a little more if this was the motive. <laughs> This was a long, that's a long con, I gotta say. That's, there's so many layers to that because. So many layers. It's apparently it's, she hid the weapon in a way that we were supposed to, someone had, was supposed to find it and be like, oh, Widow Broadbent hid this weapon. And also remember, this all started because um, Bushida, um, Mm -hmm. the other lawyer came to us to investigate weird shenanigans Mm -hmm. happening. Maybe she was getting closer to Phoebe's trail and catching a whiff of something weird happening. Mm. Yeah, lawyer lawyer against lawyer. Mm -hmm. All the way to the top. (laughs) All the way to the top. I like it. I think this is it. I think we we figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you've incorporated every clue. (laughs) Somehow. And that's really all that matters. <laughs> and yeah. <then> the rule. <laughs> so I just like to say, odds are at some point you're going to fail this theorized roll. I would, don't think we should lead with that. Who would like to roll? Wow. 
It's it comes down to the guest, right? It's got to be our guest. Yeah, she's failed a lot of roles. You One, should two, roll. three, not me. <laughs> I mean, Mary did get the uh, theorizing rolling with her with her undercovering the yeah. drug, you know, ring. So I don't know. I think I think even like, I know, mean, maybe maybe luck's you, on her side. Yeah, if you've rolled badly a bunch of times, it's got to end now. You're gonna roll well now. You got all the bad <laughs> ones out of the way. That's how it works. That sounds fantastic. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I hate y'all. Aww. Love you. Oh, we love you so much, though. But isn't it so fun to hang out with us? <laughs> okay. Mighty Dice, here we go. Believe in you. I got a five. <laughs> well... <laughs> gets better each time we fail a roll. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Look how happy Jonah is. Yeah. <laughs> you just made his night. <laughs> Do a little dance. <laughs> yeah, he gets to play around so much now that we did this. <laughs> Jonah paid me 20 American greenbacks to fail that roll. <laughs> <laughs>